Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Would you be the jerk for telling another person that learning and speaking new languages is not a personality trait and that they need a new personality? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for telling my husband my daughter doesn't have to accommodate his needs? My daughter is a second year in college, and although she lives at the dorms, during finals she comes home to learn quietly. My husband, not her bio dad, has changed jobs and works full-time from home now. I go to work from the office every day, so they're in the house by themselves. They've always gotten along fairly good. There's respect, understanding, and trust from each other's part. I don't know if there's love, but I can't push it. Husband met daughter too late to represent a father figure for her, and she never seeked him like that, so he didn't push it. Lately, my daughter complained that my husband would put her to work, in disregard of the fact that she's learning. She would stay in her room to study, and at some point husband would knock saying, Hey, I just had lunch, could you please clean up the table, I'm starting a meeting. Or, I spilled some water, mind wiping it, I gotta focus on work. She told me she feels like he doesn't care about her learning time and he doesn't acknowledge that she's also working. She told me that she wouldn't have minded if it was a one-time occurrence, but it's become a habit of his. To make sure of it, I asked daughter not to clean up the next time he asks. I caught him red-handed this time. When I came home to the dirty table, I asked husband about it and he said, Well, daughter should have cleaned it up. Daughter said she didn't even have lunch today. They don't always eat together, sometimes one's hungry and one's not, and she didn't have time to clean up the table. I jumped at my husband, telling him daughter has exams and came here to learn not to clean up after him. He tried to defend himself, saying he had an urgent meeting. I told him he could have come to clean up afterwards and mentioned I know it's not the first time it's happening. My husband sighed and said he thought it's not a big deal for my daughter to spare a couple of minutes to quickly put the dishes in the dishwasher or something like that. Daughter said if he thinks it could be done so quickly, why didn't he do it? I had to break the argument and determine that everyone cleans up after themselves. Later, my husband told me in private that he felt like I humiliated him in front of my daughter. I told him to grow up and stop acting like daughter will pick up after his mess. He got upset. Am I the jerk? Does anybody else agree with me when I say it honestly feels weird for this husband who has no relation to OP's daughter to pop in and say, hey, I made a mess, could you clean it up for me? Like it just seems so blatantly wrong. Why in any way would you go to somebody else and say, hey, could you clean up my mess for me? Gotta work, see ya. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for sending my niece to go live with her other uncle? My sister-in-law passed away 12 years, and my brother passed away 4 years ago. They had a daughter who's 13 years old now. After my brother passed away, both me and my sister-in-law's brother tried to adopt my niece, but as my niece didn't have much of a relationship with her mom's family, I was obviously the better option, so I ended up adopting her. 
Recently, my niece has gotten this very annoying habit that whenever we have a disagreement, she says she would rather go live with her other uncle. I know she doesn't mean it because 1. She barely knows her other uncle. 2. I have a high-paying job, and I'm able to provide things that most people aren't able to provide, so she's too spoiled to be able to live with anyone else. About a week ago, it happened again. She told me she wants to live with her other uncle. This time, I told her to go pack a bag. She went to her room. An hour later, I went to her room and asked her if she was ready. She said she didn't mean what she said and doesn't really want to go. I told her that she should go anyway. She'll stay for a week, and then she can tell me if she wants to stay there or come back home. She insisted that she already knows where she wants to stay, but I told her to get in the car and drove her there. After a week, I called and asked if she wants to come home, and she said yes. However, she hasn't been talking to me. My family heard what happened, and now everyone is mad at me and thinks I'm the jerk. So, I don't think OP outright is the jerk for what they did here, but where I do think it crosses the line is the lack of other communication. There's no honest heart-to-heart here. There's no talking to each other to try to break down why they feel this way or how both sides feel when these things happen. I think that would go a long way. This next story is, am I the jerk for calling out my wife's adult son to stop wearing crazy, revealing clothes in front of my family? I'm writing this for me and my family. Me, 38 male, and my wife Alice, 37 year old female, have been together for 7 years. We have a couple of twins, both 6 year old male, and we're a very happy family. My wife also has a son, Luke, 19 year old male. He got an athletic college scholarship, but he dropped out and he's currently pursuing a career as a musician in another city. He stays in our home whenever he visits for holidays or vacations. Luke's very tall, so it's difficult for him to go unnoticed. When I say revealing clothes, I mean he wears thigh shorts, so you can see his boxers, crop tops, women blouses. I mean, it's very distracting as his pubes and trail are very visible. One time I caught him wearing a skirt while watching TV in our living room. I gave him a disapproving look and all he said to me was, Man, you know we're Irish, don't you? Which is a crazy thing to say, and I think kilts are from Scotland anyway, but that's not the point. In another instance, he would sit for dinner with a pearl necklace, eyeshadow, and a fur coat. For example, my mother and sisters and their kids visited us for Christmas, and they agreed that it was odd to have a guy dressing like that around the house especially in front of so many women. A few weeks ago after Christmas dinner, I talked to Luke and voiced my concerns, and he was like, Okay, Cap, no problem, and okay, sir, yes, sir, copy that, sir, clearly mocking me. I must admit, I got angry and I yelled at him. I went to vent out my frustration with my wife. However, she didn't back me up or take me seriously, even when I raised my concerns about our boys seeing his older brother acting a fool. I checked her phone and she was texting with Luke, again just joking and making fun of me. Luke texted her something like, Not your husband body shaming me lol. I didn't get the Hugo Boss dress code memo. And my wife replied, Follow the dress code young man or you'll be executed at midnight. I don't make the rules babe, I'm sorry xx. I got so mad I gave both of them the silent treatment for the rest of the holidays. Alice tried to talk me down by saying that he's not wearing anything around the house that he wouldn't be wearing in public, so our boys would be seeing that style sooner or later whether we liked it or not. She was condescending, like she was talking to an angry old man from another century. 
I don't know. I don't feel like I was asking something unreasonable, and I felt they were bullying me for expressing a reasonable concern about what my twins and my family are seeing in their own home. Our home. My home. And at the end of the day, it's my house, my rules too. Am I the jerk? Now, if he's going around your house wearing stuff that clearly shows his hair downstairs, or let's say he's wearing this skirt without any underwear on, and it's pretty obvious. Sure, I completely understand that, but I think it's pretty clear OP just mainly has a problem with him wearing conventionally women's clothing. Our next story is, am I the jerk for saying my sister doesn't have to dictate what I do in my own home after she insisted on setting the table for dinner? I'm 42, the eldest of 8 siblings. This concerns my youngest sister Alina, 23. Me and my husband have 2 kids, 16 and 13. Alina is staying with us for 4 months because she started at a new college, and she needs some time to sort out housing. She's been here for a couple of weeks so far. Last night she made dinner for everyone. She said she wanted to. The way dinner usually works in my household is I dish up the food, then my kids take it to their rooms to eat. We obviously have family dinner too, but this is just more convenient for all of us as we don't have time to spend sitting at the table every day, and we can eat at different times if needed. Also, by different times, I don't mean someone eats at 7pm and someone eats at 3am, just a small gap. I know this isn't for everyone and that's okay, but this is what works for our family. Alina knows this. So last night she made fried dumplings, orange chicken, fried rice, and chocolate cake for dessert. I went into the kitchen to thank her and saw her setting the table. I told Alina she doesn't need to do that and will take food from the pot. My 13 year old started saying she was hungry, so I went to get food since everything was done, but Alina stopped me and said to wait a few minutes and we'll eat together. Again, I told her that's not how it really works here. One of my kids is hungry now, but my 16 year old usually eats a bit later. Alina then said that she was going to serve the dumplings first, then chicken and rice and cake after. I repeated to her again that we can get the main food at once, cake later, and if anyone wants seconds, we'll come and get it. It's fine, no need to set up the table. She looked upset and said she wants to have a nice dinner together and involve the kids. I had enough at this point, so I told her I know my kids and family. She doesn't have to dictate what we do in my home. My husband saw what was going on and told Alina thanks, but we know how to serve ourselves. Alina eventually understood, but she was acting sulky and giving me the cold shoulder this morning. Am I the jerk? So, while I understand the flow OP's family has, my family kind of had the same process growing up. You just get your plate and go on your own way. I can totally sympathize with the sister and know that once in a while you need to have a sit-down family dinner. I mean, you can't be totally antisocial while eating dinner. She went to the trouble of making a three-course meal at least placate her. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my brother-in-law to get over himself and to quit holding a 10-year-old grudge? My brother-in-law, married to my sister, is a general contractor. About 10 years ago, my dad and brother was building a deck at my parents' home. They asked my brother-in-law if they could borrow his skid loader, but he said no. They prepared the ground as best as they could without the skid loader, but got to the point that they couldn't go on without it. They went to my sis's house to ask again, but found out brother-in-law went out of town. They talked my sis into letting them borrow it, so she took them down to his construction lot and they hooked it up to dad's truck. The next part I'm not sure of, since I don't know much about towing, but from what I was told, dad's truck wasn't big enough or powerful enough to tow the skid loader on the dump trailer, 
so he lost control and wrecked. The truck, trailer, and skid loader were totaled. The insurance was barely enough to cover the medical costs in the truck. There was none left over to cover brother-in-law's stuff. When he got back to town, he exploded. He threatened to sue, and things just went downhill from there. My parents are not rich, and he wouldn't have gotten anything, so in the end, sis talked him into letting it go. However, from that day on, he wouldn't have anything to do with our family. He doesn't come for birthdays, holidays, nothing at all. Next month is our parents' 50th anniversary and we're planning a big family gathering to celebrate. We're also chipping in to send our parents on a cruise to Mexico because they've never been out of the country. I spoke to Sis about it the other day and she said she's coming with the kids but brother-in-law is not coming. I was fine with that but when we were discussing their portion of the cruise money, I heard him yelling in the background to deduct their portion from the cost of this skid loader and dump trailer. That pissed me off so after my call with sis, I called brother-in-law and told him to get over himself. I told dad and bro made a mistake but that was 10 years ago and he needs to let it go. He said he'll let go when they give him the money he lost. I told him he's a jerk for holding on to a grudge and putting money in the way of a family relationship. Sis called me a few minutes ago and said they're not coming and that I was out of line. We argued for a bit and that's where it stands. I don't think I'm wrong for telling him to let go of the past, but they're not coming to the anniversary party, so now I'm not sure. I'm not gonna lie, if I was in the brother-in-law's position, I probably would still be petty too. I mean, it doesn't sound like they did anything to make it right. Our next story is, am I the jerk for expecting my husband to stay home after I was excluded from his friend's funeral? My husband's friend Joe passed away after a long struggle with cancer. I was obviously devastated by this loss. We were good friends, but I'm admittedly not on good terms with his widow. I can't pinpoint what the exact issue is between us. All I can say is that we don't get along. The biggest blow up I had with her was after I posted health updates about Joe on my personal social media account. I thought this was normal since we have lots of mutual friends, but she clearly had an issue with it. She called me names and then blocked me. Now the funeral is going to be in two days. I just found out I got excluded by her. My husband's still going, which I found unfair and quite devastating. I didn't want to miss Joe's funeral, but I can't do anything about it now. I did tell my husband that I expect him to stay home and not go after I got excluded. He snapped and said what I was expecting was unfair and that whatever petty fight between me and Joe's widow was none of his concern. I told him that I'm his wife and he should stand by me, especially when I'm being treated like this, but he said it wasn't his problem. Now we're not speaking because of it. Some mutual friends are siding with me. Others think Joe's widow created this situation to begin with. This next story is, am I the jerk for dropping out as my brother's best man a couple of days before his wedding? My, 36, brother, 30, got married this past weekend. I was supposed to be his best man. The wedding was 12 plus because they didn't want to have to deal with toddlers and such, which is fair enough. A lot of guests do have young kids though, so they decided to have a venue nearby with a professional sitter if parents wanted to drop kids off there. My wife has some injuries that make her slow to respond or understand what others are saying, and she needs help sometimes with her food. I'll cut it up into small pieces. This doesn't mean she's nothing, and she's a smart, capable woman. They had the rehearsal dinner 
At the end, my sister-in-law pulled me aside, saying she had to discuss something with me. She said they told us about the additional venue they'll be having for their wedding. I said yes. Then she asked if my wife had any particular food preferences, and they would order extra food for her there. I was extremely confused and told her we already gave our meal choices, but she said my wife would be better suited at the second venue. I remember just sort of staring at her for a bit and asking if she was serious, that she expected my wife to be with the babysitter. Sister-in-law said it's not like that and they're just looking out for my wife and I don't have to feed her or anything and can have fun at the wedding. My brother came over and I told him I've literally never heard such crap that they think my wife is a child to leave with a sitter. Brother said it's for the best and if I want, I can always go over and check on her. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I told him if this is the way they're treating my wife, I have no desire to be part of their crap show and dropped out as best man. Well, all heck broke loose and some people agreed I was right. But my parents texted, called, everything, saying they don't agree with this either, but it's their choice. And to get over my ego and come, I didn't end up going. I did hear they got one of the groomsmen to give a speech, and overall it was fine, but my brother sent me a text saying that he expected better from me. I replied back saying I expected better from him. My sister-in-law sent a long butt text that I ruined their big day on purpose and made them look bad. All I can say is, trust me, considering their behaviors and what they just did here, they're doing just fine making themselves look bad. This is one of the ugliest things I've heard in a minute. Our next story is, am I the jerk for laughing in my mother-in-law's face? Husband and I were financially well off in 2019. Crap turned sour in 2020 when I became jobless after having to homeschool our kids. Couldn't afford the rent. We got evicted six months later. My mother-in-law, who offered us two bedrooms, backed out as soon as we became homeless, and we ended up living out of our van for four months with our kids before a homeless shelter opened up. During said time, mother-in-law had very little contact with us. Sister-in-law was also tense from us asking to come to her house to shower, despite us offering payment. 
We were looked at like we were scum because we were over the age of 30, had three kids and didn't have our crap together. We were told how we were going about life all wrong and that if we had planned better we wouldn't be in the situation. Coming from sister-in-law mostly who was given her house after her father died and hadn't paid taxes in four years. Fast forward we were all able to get back on our feet times 10. We built a house from scratch with our kids and gained a crap ton of experience for all of us. It came out perfect. The kids are ecstatic because they built their own house. We are happier than ever. We even started our own business. We did this together, without help from any of his family, despite their promises, and I will admit that I grew a nasty taste in my mouth about the whole lot of them, despite the end result turning out the way it did. Well, mother-in-law is down and out currently. She was moved to PT employment due to her slow-paced work style. Her retirement was taken away, apparently, after the government stripped it from them and will likely be evicted soon, as she's already received two notices and a lease termination letter. She came here yesterday afternoon and asked us if she could stay here if she became evicted. I will admit that my first reaction was to outright laugh at her and her audacity. She looked immediately offended and uncomfortable, especially after I stated there wasn't a chance of that happening. My husband just stood beside me with his arms crossed, glaring at his mother, as he's very resentful of her allowing her grandchildren to live out of a van and homeless shelter after promises had already been made. Anyways, she left crying after saying the situation was entirely different. Sister-in-law, however, called us later and said that we were freaking trash for not allowing her soon-to-be-evicted elderly mother to move in. My only response was that a nursing home just opened up down the street and she can go there. However, a few friends say it was kind of mean. Am I the jerk? This next story is, am I the jerk for being disrespectful to my boyfriend's sister, my 24-year-old female, boyfriend Zach's 24-year-old male, mother passed away when he was 11 years old his father worked a lot so zach's older sister elise now 30 year old female basically became the woman of the house for lack of a better term she cooked all the meals cleaned the house drove zach to school and other activities etc she was extremely parentified and i do feel for her on that front she went to a local college because of all of this zach and elise are very close he has a lot of respect for her Zach and I have dated for nearly a year. We are very different in terms of backgrounds. He's much more reserved than I am. Before me, he spent a lot of his weekends gaming or just hanging out with a small group of friends. I tend to go out. I work hard all week and want to enjoy the time I have off. Zach is a shy, somewhat nerdy guy and I do think I've broken him out of his shell a little, pushing him to do things out of his comfort zone. Elise and their father have made several comments about him changing. She's very nice and cordial when we see each other, but she's made several comments about Zach not needing to change who he is. Sunday, Zach invited myself, some of his friends, his dad, sister, brother-in-law, and niece over to watch the game. At one point, vacations got brought up. I mentioned I was trying to convince him to go on a two-day local cruise with me as he's never been on one. Zach reminded me he's not the biggest fan of boats. I pointed out that he's never been on one and we could rent one to take out so he could get used to it. He was somewhat on the fence. Myself and one of his buddies were trying to help him see it's not so bad. Elise butted in and said, if he doesn't want to go then I'm sure you can find something else to do. I said I was pretty sure I could talk him into it. 
She asked why I would want to go if he really didn't want to. I said of course I would never try to force him to go, but it's just something to think about. She repeated that he doesn't like boats and that I should respect that. I rolled my eyes, not really understanding why she was so adamant on this, and said she needed to relax. She's not his mother. She shouldn't care this much about the situation. Elise was clearly upset by the comment but didn't say anything else. The subject got changed and I thought all was well. A little later, Zach asked for my help getting something out of his room. Once in there, he told me I was out of line for how I spoke to his sister. I said she was the one that was getting up in our business. Zach said that I kept pushing it and got upset when I said, well, clearly she and your dad didn't push you enough to try new things. He said I was being disrespectful and needed to apologize to Elise. I laughed and said, no, she needs to butt out. Zach finally asked me to leave. I did, aggravated. I really thought my friends would be on my side, but they said I crossed a line. Am I the jerk? I mean, I think Zach's honestly just in the right here, and I don't think people necessarily have to be broken out of a shell. Our next story is, am I the jerk for making homemade food for everyone except my brother's stepdaughter? I, 27-year-old female, am not a professional chef, but I have taken a bunch of cooking classes and love making elaborate meals for friends and family. About two years ago, my brother Greg, 25-year-old male, married Cheryl, 34-year-old female. Cheryl has a daughter from a previous relationship, Becca, 9-year-old female, who has several health conditions, including celiac and a severe dairy allergy that requires her to carry an EpiPen. Last weekend, I hosted a dinner at my house for my parents' wedding anniversary. I made a fancy five-course dinner and, in addition to my parents, I invited four close family friends, Greg, Cheryl, and Becca, and my sister, her boyfriend, and their twins, both eight-year-old male. Because of Becca's food restrictions, I found a restaurant in town that specializes in gluten-free, dairy-free, as well as other allergen-free food, and arranged for them to make a full meal for Becca that I could pick up in advance of the party. I've made a variety of specialty meals in the past, for example, keto meals when my friend was following that diet, and I like the challenge. But knowing how serious Becca's restrictions were, I didn't trust myself to make her meal. I have ADHD and get easily distracted, and if I used even the wrong spoon, or didn't completely wash some flour off in a bowl, it could make her incredibly sick. I thought the takeout solution was fine, but when I served the food, I saw Cheryl looking at Becca's plate with a stony face. For her part, Becca started eating and seemed fine. Cheryl whispered to Greg and Greg asked if he could talk to me in the kitchen. When we got there, he said it was unbelievable that I couldn't be bothered to make something for Becca, that they'd been bragging about what a great cook I am to her and that he knew I'd make keto, vegan, and other complicated kinds of foods in the past. Now she would feel left out because she didn't get to eat what the rest of the family was eating. He said that it was obvious that I didn't care about making his stepdaughter feel like a part of the family and that they were leaving. Greg, Cheryl, and Becca then left, which put a damper on the rest of the party. I felt like I did my best at the time, but in hindsight, I wonder if I should have tried harder to make Becca feel included since she is a relatively new addition to our family. Am I the jerk? I think OP did everything they could. Did Greg not want to hear OP out when they said that they were honestly afraid of messing up the food? Was OP supposed to come up with a dish that everybody was going to eat that fits specifically Becca's allergy restrictions? OP was being incredibly considerate. 
This next story is, am I the jerk for returning my daughter's Christmas present? I, 42-year-old female, have three daughters, ages 11, twins, and 16. My ex-husband is no longer around to spoil them like he usually does. The divorce finalized exactly one year ago. Since then, he's changed his number and hasn't even bothered to call our daughters, and I, as a nurse working long hours, is doing my best to provide for three girls. I'm still doing everything I can to find him because he hasn't been paying lately, and I've been very busy anyway. I asked the girls what they wanted for Christmas. My 11-year-olds wanted a Nintendo Switch with the latest Pokemon game, and my 16-year-old wants the iPad Pro with the pencil. I do the best I can for my daughters, but... Unfortunately, I have a limited budget and I told them this. I told my daughter that it would be extremely difficult to get an iPad Pro, but I'll do the best I can. At that point, it seemed like we came to an understanding. My intended budget for Christmas shopping was $500, and since I couldn't afford the iPad she wanted, I got her a Samsung tablet for $160, so I had to stretch it thin to make sure everyone gets presents. Fast forward Christmas Day, and when the girls opened their gifts, the twins were happy to get their Switch and two Pokemon games. My oldest 16 threw a fit that it wasn't the iPad Pro that she wanted. I told her that I couldn't afford an $800 tablet, so I got her a very good brand tablet instead. She started yelling at me and calling me the worst mom ever and how she misses dad. I told her that if she misses her father so much, call him, knowing that at this point that phone number is disconnected. I told her that she needs to understand that her father isn't around anymore, and I have to take care of her and her sisters on my own, and money is very scarce. I can only do so much. If this is the attitude I get for making sure she gets something for Christmas, I'll return the tablet. She's old enough to get a job anyway. My daughter burst into tears and ran to her room. We haven't spoken much since the incident. The next day, I returned the tablet to the store, and that was the end of it. Despite my oldest acting like a complete spoiled brat on Christmas, I felt like I should have been more understanding of her situation as her father and I recently divorced. And it must have been harder for her and her sisters, especially since dad disappeared. Am I the jerk? I'm sorry, but 100%. If you miss your father so much, call him, knowing the number's disconnected. Yikes. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my roommate that speaking a language is not a personality and she needs a new one? I, female 19, am in my first year of college, living with a roommate Katie, female 19. Katie speaks three languages, English, German, and Spanish, and she makes it her whole personality. Whenever I ask what she's watching, she's watching something in another language, so obviously I can't watch it. She's always listening to music on her headphones, and when I tried to bond and listen to what she's listening, it's in another language again and I couldn't stand it. Her friends all speak one of the languages she does and whenever I hear them, I can't join the conversation because they're mixing everything, so I'm left out of their convo. The other day, I saw she had a new book on her desk, Portuguese course book. I asked her about this and she said she's taking private Portuguese classes starting February. I told her she has to let it go, that she needs to develop her personality, because speaking a language isn't a personality trait, and she's just boring. She got really annoyed with me and told me I'm a jerk and to stop eavesdropping on her convos. I told her she's boring and has to fake her personality. Now she's not speaking to me. My friends are split. Some agree with me and some agree with her. Who's the jerk here? Am I the jerk for telling the truth? I think OP already is just the jerk just from saying, 
Am I the jerk for telling the truth? Giving us the old, I'd just tell it how it is. Maybe OP's incapable of understanding that Katie does have a personality, it's just they can't connect with Katie enough to see it, especially when a lot of it's probably exchanged in another language. God forbid somebody enjoys and loves learning other languages and enjoying those languages. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.